Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by John Healy, GM of Software Defined Networking Division in the Networking Platform Group. Welcome, John. Hey, Allison. Good to talk to you again. I know that you're coming with some new news from Intel, so why don't you just start by reminding the audience what your charter is within the Network Platform Group at Intel and how that relates to our vision of transforming networks. Really, our approach is to ensure that the network can transform in line with the desires of the end user community, whether they're in the telecom world or in the enterprise networking world or indeed in cloud, where they're trying to build a new base of infrastructure to keep pace with the insatiable demand that's being placed on it and do so in a cost-effective, efficient, and highly flexible manner. And one of the approaches that's being taken and one we've been very involved in is in enabling the greater use of open standards and open source components within them to enable this next generation of networking to occur. So we focused ourselves very much on enabling that side of the industry and then how we bring those technologies together to fuel the development of innovative new platforms based on ours and many other open source technologies we're contributing into the industry. We've worked with projects like OpenStack and OpenDaylight, contributing technologies into their standard releases, such that it enables them to support networking workloads in more efficient ways. Enhanced platform awareness allows for the pre-filtering of the assets that exist within a particular platform so that you can make really deliberate placement decisions about where you want to run your network function. Coupled with all of this network transformation is the enabling of virtualization and virtual network functions to run within the network and run on those platforms. So our role is to coalesce the efforts amongst the various parties, and to that end, we launched our Network Builders Program to provide a central point for the industry to find both solutions that are enabled by the multiple vendors and also the end-user community themselves, and increasingly service providers are joining Network Builders as an end-user category to take advantage of both having a single place where they can find out what's happening, sort of take the pulse on the industry, but also to identify various partners we're working with very deliberately to enable solutions to be provided and from whom they can procure components of their solutions in an interoperable manner. And then the last piece, we've brought reference architectures to market our open network platform as an implementation of both those open source ingredients I spoke to and the technologies we're investing in internally, like our DPDK and our virtual switch enhancements, really as a place where we can integrate and validate those components that work together as a set of networking-focused reference architectures and reference designs upon which then virtual network function developers and system developers can build solutions in a manner that shortens their time to market and speeds their ability to introduce them. I was recently at a big telecom event, and it sounds like the Open Network Platform program received some nice recognition. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. So Light Reading, as part of the event, hold the leading Lights Awards, and we were very pleased that the ONP Reference Architecture was announced as the winner in the category of Most Innovative Network Functions Virtualizations Product Strategy for the previous year. So they recognized ONP as being a very innovative way of bringing together 
of a community and a range of technologies from open source and internal Intel developed to speed the adoption of network function virtualization. So we were very excited about that. When you take a look at ONP in terms of its engagement with the marketplace, what types of ecosystem partners are taking advantage of these reference designs and where are you seeing products emerge? There are a couple of places. The most obvious and most initial is with the virtual network function vendors themselves. Many networking functions that had their reliance in the hardware are now moving into virtualized software-based implementations. So as we work with our partners through network builders, those who are building specific network functions, what ONP provides is a known good platform against which they can validate the performance and behavior of that function and see it interoperate with other network functions. We were pretty excited, both Big Telecom and at NFV World Congress a few weeks prior, to show a service function chain, SFC, where multiple virtual network functions are daisy-chained together in a manner that they might have been traditionally done by cabling different pieces of hardware together, were implemented and run on ONP to show how they can interoperate and how messages and data streams and packets can be passed from one virtual function to another in a manner that would be expected in a live deployment. We were also showing the provisioning of streams of virtual functions based on the policies required of the type of service being implemented. And to that end, we were using NSH, the Network Service Headers, which is an emerging standard within IETF that we've been authoring with Cisco to allow for service function chain to be implemented and take advantage of the passing of information from the headers from one packet to the other as the packets are passed from one virtual function to the other. So that's the first category. And then the other is the vendors of platforms and solutions themselves. We've seen announcements from Oracle. We've seen announcements from HP. We've seen announcements from Dell through the last several months citing the basing of many of the components of their solutions that they bring to market on components of or elements within ONP, you know, acceleration work that we've done in virtual switching, work we've done for the implementation of packet processing and software through TPDK, et cetera, and, of course, things like the enhanced platform awareness from OpenStack. Now we'll start to see the deployments into the industry and products being deployed into live networks that are taking advantage of the continued integration and investment we're making in the ONP platform. When you take a look at ONP and OPNFE, they seem to have similar charters, and obviously Intel is a big supporter of OPNFE as well. How do you see these two programs working hand-in-hand? So the two are really very synergistic. We see the route through to deployment by particularly the comm service providers as being one through OPNFV. So we're very deliberate and very focused on ensuring that what we do in ONP is contributed straight into the OPNFV project. But we also know that as OPNFV grows, it will provide outputs that are useful and ones we want to integrate back into ONP. ONP is a reference for us. It's a mechanism for aggregating our efforts and presenting them to the industry. So it's really a feed to the OPNFV program initially. When you look at what the Arno release means to the industry and see where OPNFE is focusing its efforts moving forward, what do you expect from that organization in terms of the impact of Arno? And then where do you expect OPNFV to go from here? I think it will continue. This was really their foundational baseline platform. It starts to provide the foundation for testing and for deployment of some of the key orchestration resources, the network control and function deployment resources for NFV. Our expectation is that it will continue to innovate on top of that platform to expand the test infrastructure, to expand beyond just NFV and Vim into the upper layers of the NFV framework defined within the Etsy effort. 
and continually create that open source based continuous integration platform for the contributors and the developers of functions and solutions to innovate upon. So several of the parties to OpenNV, Intel included, are providing real infrastructure for sharing amongst the community such that various network functions can be integrated and tested together, that the integration of different platforms can be proven and tested against the OpenNV framework and OpenNV releases. And as that continues, the growth of a multi-vendor interoperable supply and base will continue to grow as a consequence of the OpenNV program. One final question for you. If we've got communications service providers listening on the line and they're looking at the progress on both OMP and OPNSC, what action would you like them to take in terms of engaging with the industry here? And what should they take away from these reference architectures existing in terms of their own strategies for adoption of software-defined networks and network function virtualization? I think I go back to, from our perspective, the key reason why we embarked on this journey in the first instance was to speed the availability of both the technologies and the integrated platforms upon which solutions can be built and deployed. We really want to speed the innovation cycle so that the end customer and service providers, as the example you use, have the ability to build next generation networks as quickly and efficiently as they desire to do. So our request is always the same, is that, you know, engage with your vendors of choice and request of them and explore with them how they can take advantage of the work that's going on in the industry amongst many of the solution and technology vendors. Thank you, John, for being with us today. Very informative discussion. My pleasure as always. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.